Happy Friday, listeners. Hope you've had a good week, and thanks for tuning in for this week's preview. Uh, one more Group 1 event uh, for 2020, and it's happening this weekend at Ascot in the Winter Bottom Stakes. Huge days racing all around the country. Racing's back on in Adelaide, thank God for that, and uh, racing's back at the Valley in Melbourne and also at Rose Hill in Sydney. So a lot to get through. It's been a sunny and uh, relatively hot conditions all over the country this week, which makes for good fast tracks and will be pretty firm under the foot um, at most meetings. The only one that could get maybe into a softer range is the Valley with a bit of rain forecast for Melbourne tomorrow. So... We'll start with a few at Morfittville. So big fields have been entered here in most races. So there's um, a very few, uh, very uh, tough to pick actually in in some of these uh, events, particularly in the quaddy legs. There's massive value to be had in Adelaide, I reckon, this weekend uh, with a few quoted very much over the odds. I'll start in Adelaide there with race seven, and it's a twelve hundred meter. A uh, listed race worth $100,000 and has drawn a lot of serious nominations here. On top, I have number 10, One More Jack. He's the $4 second favourite in this and for good reason. He loves the track and he loves these sunny conditions. He's six wins from nine starts at 1,200 metre trip. So, and uh, he's three from three at Morfittville. So he loves um, he loves this sort of setup, and he's got to go on top here. I don't think you'd get uh, four or five dollars for him at Morfittville very often from now on. So you'd take that. In second, I've got a lot of time for number eleven, Lakani Rose. She's freshened up and has finally had some luck here with a barrier in barrier one. Uh, gets onto the much-preferred main track of Morfittville instead of the Parks track, which is, I think's cruelled her in the past. She'll drop back last, as she always does, and conserve all of her energy out of the first barrier. And the biggest plus here, I think, is a few of these that love to absolutely go bullet a gate from the outset. So it'll be a fast-run race, and if they're found wanting at the 100, 200 metres out from the post... Look for Lakani Rose to be swooping late. It's what she does best, and I think she's way over the odds at 12 to 1 tomorrow. This is her ideal track and distance, and uh, she does go well fresh. In third, um, I have the favourite number five, Too Good, Too Hard. She's a five-year-old mare that's been going around running very solid races in Melbourne for a lot of minor placings. In the spring, uh, she comes back in class here to try and snag a win before going out. And I can't have her on top at the $3 odds that she's quoted at, but I um, wouldn't be surprised to see her win. Uh, coming out of Barry 13 is probably a negative for too good, too hard, so that's probably why I'm looking at the others for a little bit um, more value. But definitely have too good, too hard in your quaddy numbers if you're having one. Others in the race that I have a lot of time for and definitely can win are number 13, Trip, and number 4, Tequila Time. They're seriously good horses and both way over the odds for tomorrow. Uh, can't have them all in my top three, but if you're having a quaddy, I think this is the leg where you want to go widest. There's some in this with heap of value for how good a horse they are, so include, include a bunch of them. Going to be a super race, that one. To race nine at Morfittville, and another one being run at the 1,200 metres with a competitive field entered here as well. 
There's only two that I'll pick. On top, I have number one, Tully's Gold. He won his last start a fortnight ago over 1,250 metres at Morfittville, and he's three from three at the 1,200. Another one of these horses that I think loves a good fast track, and out of barrier three, I'll be surprised if Tully's Gold doesn't finish in at least the top two, so he's going to be hard to beat. My second pick in that one is uh, Unreal Value, number eight, La Vita. She's building. She's had a win and two minor placings from her three starts this prep, and I reckon getting out to a much more preferable distance at 1,200 metres compared to the 1,000 and the 1,100 metres she's been running at. So in um, saying that, she's been winning at those distances, so I can't wait to see what she can do over the 1,200 and is massive value here at about 13 to 1. I expect her to be uh, backed in closer to the start. All right, that's it for Adelaide, just a couple races, and now we'll move to Sydney with the uh, better racing there happening at Rose Hill for the weekend. Uh, race seven is a 1,500 metre at group three level. The top chance here, I think, has to be number 15 through the cracks. It's just so consistently good and is in terrific form at the moment. Through the cracks had a win a fortnight ago in this sort of class, and if anything... I reckon this horse is one that gets better deeper into uh, his preparation. So I think he's going to be rock hard fit and hard to beat here. In second, number two, Rainier. Uh, Rainier's coming back in class a little bit for this one. His last start was eighth in the $1 million feature at Newcastle uh, a couple of weeks ago. He'll be better for that run, I think, and is another horse that I reckon gets better with fitness. So he'll be peaking tomorrow and be up to his ears in this one. So definitely one that's great value at about seven and or seven to eight dollars. So definitely have Rainier in your chances. In third, I have a blowout chance in mind. Number five, a Shin Rook. He's the forgotten horse in this race and's drifted out to about $51, which is, I think, absolutely way overs for uh, for this horse. The reason I have him uh, in my numbers is that he's first up, and last time he was first up, he ran in a 1,400-metre listed event at Morfittville, which he won impressively at big odds. I reckon if he can replicate something like that run... He's an absolute blowout chance tomorrow, so he loves a good fast track. The only thing against uh, him is draws barrier 16, but he's a horse that likes to go back anyway and charge home late, so he'll need some luck weaving through the field, but if he does, look out. I think a Shin Rook can win at 50-1 to 1, and one to definitely have in your quaddy numbers um, to really juice it up, so... I'm actually leaving the favourite out in that race um, at Rose Hill. Number six, Faistos. It's a good horse, but um, I think he's underquoted for tomorrow. On current form, I just can't back him at four to one. To race eight at Rose Hill, uh, this one's a listed event over 1,100 metres and has attracted very good horses. On top, I have number 14, Varda. Terrific value for her. She's two wins from two starts at Rose Hill and four wins from her five starts over this distance. So getting in with only 53 kilos on the back, she's the one I think I want to be on. It's her first time racing on a good track for, uh, I think, about a year. She's been running on just heavy bog tracks, and I think she'll love getting on top of the ground here second up and should be too good for them. 
In second, I've got number four, Snitz. He's a terrific fresh horse, and first up here, after a very solid trial, uh, he's going to be up to his neck in this one from Barrier 2. He'll likely jump well and take the sit of the race behind the front runner in Space Boy, and he'll present himself and go past him over the final 200. It's just a matter of whether they can chase him down from there. Two more I can't completely rule out in this race are number 13, In and Up, and number one, Viridine. Their records at this track and distance just speaks for themselves. They're both back markers, so they'll be stalking the field from the back and looking to charge home late. If I had to pick one um, out of those two, though, I think um, I'm with 13, In and Up. It's his ideal race, I think, second up and should have a slight fitness edge on Viridine, who's first up. Uh, in and up also gets in way better at the weights with an eight kilo difference on him. So in and up is my third selection in the race. At, and I think it's probably a little bit over the odds there at 10 to one. So good value for in and up. Okay, now over to Melbourne and racing is back at the Valley for this weekend. Have a quick look at race two there. It's a thousand metre race for the two-year-olds and we've had to uh, wait another fortnight for this, but we finally get to see the much-anticipated debut of Brazen Boy. He played up at the barriers a fortnight ago as a short-priced favourite there and had to be scratched at the barriers. Uh, he's the favourite here again at $2.50. And I think I'm more willing to back him this time around. I'll tell you why. It's the track and the barrier. If his trial is anything to go off, uh, he probably, uh, I'll just remind everyone, he, he ran the probably the most impressive trial around Adelaide that we've seen for many, many years, winning by about 16 lengths. And if uh, that trial is anything to go off, coming out of barrier four around the valley, it's notorious for front-running horses to run away with it. So just being a 1,000 metres and the uh, type, of, type of horse this one is, I think uh, he'll be too far in front of him uh, to catch him in the short straight. For those horses that like to really wind up, I think the valley doesn't suit. And uh, with 250 metres left to go at the top of the straight, I expect Brazen Boy to be a few lengths in front of him and too hard to catch. So I think I'll be backing him in race two. We'll jump to race seven at the valley, and this one is run at the Cox Plate distance of 2,040 metres, and with no age or gender restriction in this one. I have one on top at good odds here in number five, Andre uh, Mantenga. He's an eight-year-old in terrific form and has been a consistent winner in uh, recent months at the 2,000 metre distance. He's been running around Morfittville and they typically underrate uh, these Adelaide horses heading over to Melbourne. You can get them over the odds. I think uh, at 10 to 1 on current form, he's probably more of a 5 to 1 shot to be honest um, and I reckon one that they've missed in the market there. So he's gone over that for a race that I think suits him. Uh, the Valley will suit his front running style and he's a super tough horse. So yeah. Uh, I see no reason why Andre Mantagna can't do what he has been doing around Morfittville, and he'll be right in the thick of it, so have him on top. In second, I like number eight, One More Try. It's exactly that for her. I think it's one more race before she's likely goes out for a spell. She's rock-hard fit for this and should put herself right in the race. 
I reckon she'll try and lob in the first five or six horses and uh, try and run over the top of them late. She's the favourite in it, uh, been running very, very consistent times over 2,000 metres over the last couple of months in stronger competition than this. So if she finds uh, that sort of form coming in, I think this is a very winnable race for her. In third, I've got number two, Bartholomew Diaz. He doesn't win often enough, but I think he's prime and due here third up. Probably the best prepared horse for a win in terms of peaking in fitness at the right time, being third up. So for me, he has to go in as a big chance. They're the three, but if you're having a quaddy uh, in Melbourne, one I think you can put in as a real juicy option is number 10, Barry the Baptist. He gets barrier one, he gets in at just 54 kilos with an apprentice claim and is a horse that puts himself in the race when he puts himself on pace. So he gets up in the first couple of horses, which ticks the box for the valley. The other thing is he tends to win late in his preparations when rock hard fits, so, which he is here. He loves the 2,000 metres. I think pretty well all of his wins have come at about 2,000 metre distance. And I've, so for some reason, I've got a bit of a feeling about this horse. And at 50 to 1, you'd be silly not to put him in your quaddy numbers. So don't forget Barry the Baptist in that one there. Okay, to race eight at the Valley, and this one's a listed 1,000 metre race, and I'm only going to pick two here in this one. They are on top, number 11, seemingly discreet. She's a flying machine. She won her last start over 1,000 metres, making it four from five for her at the 1,000 metre distance. This being her first attempt at the Valley, but I think it'll suit her running style. In second... We've got number five, Prezado. He and Jamie Carr were in absolutely terrific form in the autumn and they were almost untouchable over the 1,000 metres there. If he brings that sort of form uh, first up, I think they're going to be hard to beat again. Can't wait to see how Prezado returns. He was in absolutely scintillating form up the 1,000 metres um, in the autumn. So they're the two to have. And one more we'll look at before closing off is at Ascot, and it's the final Group 1 event of the year, the $1 million Winter Bottom Stakes, happening there in Race 9. It's a 1,200-metre race, and for this year's edition, there's only one horse that I want to be with. I'm going to put one on top, take a risk, and it is the favourite, number one, Trekking. He's just head and shoulders the best horse in this race, a multiple Group 1 winner at the 1,200 metres. And William Pike has chosen to ride trekking over a couple of Grant and Alana Williams horses in that are in the race. So I think that says something. He's uh, quite a loyal guy, and for him to go on the Godolphin horse over um, over theirs, I think that says a bit. So I think it'll be a back-to-back Group One double for Pikey in consecutive weeks, and he'll take both of WA's summer summer specials. If I had to choose uh, another in the race, it'd have to be number 12, Indian Pacific, who on his day is an absolute flying machine. If you want a bit more value, get on Indian Pacific, but I think trekking will be too good for uh, this group in the group one there. Alrighty, that's it for this week. If you're having a bet, best of luck, and as always, happy punting.